Welcome to Being Self-Centered. I'm your host, Corey Hawks-Sitch. I want you to learn about who you are from deep within, to explore your own philosophies and design a life that you love. So give yourself permission today to discover with me how you can be self-centered. In this episode, I want to look at attachment and how we can create connection instead and the difference between the two and why connection is so much more important and so much more enriching to our evolution than attachment is. Now, when we talk about attachment, um, there's a lot of research out there to explain what attachment is about, how we attach, the different forms of attachment. And I want to leave that to the side today. I want that to be something that you can go research on your own. There's there's incredible information out there for you. But today I want to look at why we attach and how we can create connection instead of attachment and, and how that plays out or can play out in our life. The thing we need to understand is that we're pack animals. Instinctually, we belong together. We are safer together. Our survival depends on whether or not we are working well together and how we're navigating together through this world for our own evolution and for our own survival. So on a fundamental level, we are trying to belong to each other. That's not a bad thing. How we play that out is where things get messy. When we are separated from each other, our instincts kick in and say, hey, we're in danger. We need to belong to a pack. We belong together. When we aren't together, our risks of survival are are much less. And so we need to find a group that we can infiltrate ourselves into and provide that safety for ourselves so that we can survive. That's our instinctual level, but we are taught to attach because of that instinctual level. When you think about this, notice all of the different ways that we are taught to attach to each other. It looks like love, it looks like belonging, and it certainly is part of that. But the way that plays out more often than not, shows up through attachments. The intentions can be good, but because there is a risk there of our safety, the urgency and the need to attach to each other and ensure our group unity is so intense that not belonging to that group is not an option. And so we have this energy of attaching. When we look at our teachers, when we look at our family systems, when we look at our mentors, when we look at society, those that have gone before us have taught us that if you separate from the group, you are at risk, you are in danger. And so when you stay with the group, you are safe. We are all safe. If you look at politics, if you look at religion, if you look at the way our society structures itself, our social cultures, how we prosper, our sense of family, a sense of love, 
all of these have this ulterior motive of how can we stay attached to each other so that we are safe? So there's a formula that starts to surface that if you abandon yourself and pour everything that you are into the group, then you'll be safe and the group will be safe. But if you abandon others, and if you choose yourself over others, then you'll be in danger and the group will be in danger. So there's a there's a dark side to this where we lock ourselves into these systems in order to protect each other and most importantly to protect ourselves because it's dangerous out there if we are alone. We can become attached to each other, but we also create these attachments to the system itself and the rules and the measurements in that system that keep us attached. So for example, we can be attached to what we are taught is right and what is wrong, what is high, what is low, if we are ahead or if we are behind, what our results are. Is this good? Is this bad? We can become attached to an external authority like a deity or a government or an organization that helps us uphold these laws that will keep us safe. We can be attached to our childhood because that's where we were safe at one time. We can be attached to the old country, the way things were, the traditions and the sentiments that come with, I was safe at that time when we were doing these things, and so we must continue to do these things in order to stay safe. And of course, this equals our social standing. If we are revered by others, if we are respected, if we are accepted, if we are adored, if we are celebrated for who we are, then we get to stay with the group. And so we're safe. So what happens is we start to invest. We invest in the group. We sacrifice who we are and we pour our investments into the group or into the relationship or into the ideology or into the laws and measurements of the system. But in return, we have expectations. We want a rate of return on our investments. If I'm going to pour myself into the group, then I better be part of the group and I better get something back from being in the group because I've poured in all of these investments. And when you aren't getting what you think you deserve from the group, we have violent consequences. This is a sign of attachment. When we have negotiated the loss of ourselves into the group in order to stay safe and in order to combat fear and in order to survive, we are attaching our survival we are attaching our existence to the group. And when we don't get that back, fear kicks in and we have these violent consequences. We have a fear of abandonment. And so we manipulate, we extort, we coerce, we create dependency, dominance, control, punishment, Seduction. 
We suck the life out of the group because now they are responsible for our survival because we've invested everything that we are into the group. We are sticky in that thing that we have invested in. And now it owes us. We become obsessed with what we are owed. We are owed in return the fearlessness, the happiness, the pleasure, the lack of suffering. And this turns into our fantasy, our ideology of how wonderful it is to be part of the group that this is love and this is acceptance and this is belonging and this is home and this is all of these wonderful things where we are safe and comfortable and adored. This isn't true. This is the negotiations that we've gone into that we have invested who we are into the group in order to get a fantasy in the form of expectations. Now, examples of this are everywhere. How we invest in our career, how we invest in our children, how our parents have invested in us, how we now invest in our parents, how we invest in our policing, how we invest in our politics, how we invest in our religious structures, how we invest in our religious organizations, how we invest in our faith, how we invest in our careers, how we invest in our finances, how we invest, we invest, we invest, we invest. We pour ourselves into this entity so that we can attach to the promises of us being safe, the promises of that sense of belonging, the promises of our safety and sense of belonging. So when we are investing who we are, our return is the expectations. So then how do we work with a group? Because we're pack animals, because our instincts is to belong to each other, because it is very true, we are in danger if we don't have each other. How are we supposed to align with each other in a way where we are creating that safety, not just for ourselves, but for the group itself? Well, we can do that through connection. And here's the difference. Connection is when we are creating invitations to each other from a place of grounded abundance. Our exchanges are how we gift each other from one wealth of abundance to another. We are able to change our shape. We are able to evolve. We are able to explore. We are studying each other and ourselves. We are fluid and creative and accepting and relaxed and open. We don't have expectations of each other. We are evolving as a human race. When we are connected, We are in this place where we can have an interaction with each other that doesn't have any expectations. We are taking responsibility for the things that we need and the groups that we want to belong to that serve us well, that interact with us well. And in those invitations, we make sure that the people who want to connect with us have the freedom to do so. They aren't locked in with our fantastical 
expectations. We are freely connecting with each other. We can move in and out of pods of people and systems and measurements and understandings throughout our entire lives. We are the ones that are fluidly moving through the different seasons and the different areas of opportunity because we are connectable. We aren't locked into an attachment. We are freely roaming and allowing others to also freely roam within each other. Well, here comes evolution. Here comes opportunity. Here comes possibilities. This is where the human race leaps forward in its potential. What inhibits us from making those connections is the belief that we don't have that wealth of abundance within us. We were taught that we weren't even allowed to consider that because that was selfish and that was pulling away from the group and that was very dangerous. But what if we had everything that we needed? That stirs a fear, well then why would you have a group? And if you don't have a group, our instincts say we're in danger. But the inverse is true. When we are connected to who we are, when we're tapped into our own wealth and we are enriching our own internal ecosystem, we are able to navigate through the world knowing who we are and what we have to offer. And we are eager to take that responsibility to create invitations that are attractive to the ones that will work well with us instead of manipulating through expectations or seductions in order to get what we need from each other. We are able to create these invitations where we can freely exchange. But it starts in the connection to self. When we are connected to who we are, We don't need to attach because we are in celebration of that. We have a deep understanding that these are my strengths and these are my weaknesses. This is what I do well. This is not what I do well. This is what I believe to be right and what I believe to be wrong. But I'm open and fluid and curious about the possibilities of that changing because I know who I am. I'm able to study who I am at any given time. Instead of going into that attachment of who do you want me to be? Who should I be so that I get to stay with the group and so I get to stay safe? I am safe when I am connected to who I am. Not because I'm in isolation from everybody, but because I am connectable. I'm able to develop relationships. I'm able to create opportunities. I'm able to bring in that what I need, and I am also able to donate freely that which I have in abundance. This makes moving through the world very easy for other people to participate in. Other people want to be with those who are connectable. So if all we have been taught is how to attach... And our self-identity is based on who we need to be in order for others to accept us or to find favor in us. How do we then become connected to ourselves instead of attached to others? Well, first of all, it starts in letting go. And this is 
terrifying. This is absolutely terrifying. When we let go of the things that we are attached to, it feels like a fucking free fall. Because all of our instincts, our central nervous system, it goes on full alarm, danger, danger, danger. You are not safe. If you let go of those attachments, you are not safe. It might not even make sense in our mind what that looks like. But our entire body, our spirit, our emotions, and our brain are all going, this is bad. So we attach, or we'll find a new attachment to replace the old attachment. And what we can even do to trick ourselves is have a new attachment of, air quote, healthy lifestyle, being well, being authentic, being spiritual, having all of these wonderful ideologies of self-celebrating euphorias. But we are still working in the realm of attachment. When we can let go of our attachments, we then have the opportunity to connect to ourselves. Now, one doesn't have to happen in order to, to have the other. We don't need to strip ourselves of all of our attachments and try and connect to ourselves. That's not necessarily going to work, but we certainly need to have a transfer. However that looks for you is up to you. But the ultimate goal is to be in that place where I am able to connect to myself and others. I don't need to connect to myself and be in solitary confinement for the sake of authenticity, for the sake of self-centering. But what we need to do is we need to gently release the attachments that we have, recognize them, and start to study who we are. Start to challenge the things that we have attachments to and lean into the education of who we are. That's going to change every single day. That's going to change every moment. And that's okay because it's this never-ending wealth of education. When we study this, we are going to see very quickly I am attached to this and I have expectations to this. I'm trying to get something from this attachment that I need. What if I was able to get that need met in different ways? What if I was able to get that need from creating my own self-sustainability and my own abundance so that I could connect with other things, other laws, other systems, other people in a way that fed my inner abundance. Now, for some of us, even considering this sounds like gibberish, but the whole point of being self-centered is to have that connection to our innermost being. Here's why I believe this to be true. The reason that we attach to others is because we love who we are when we are with them we are still ultimately trying to love who we are. And so let's just reverse it. Let's just be in that place where we love who we are and we responsibly create invitations to other people to join in, to evolve with us, to progress with us, to negotiate with us, to spend a short amount of time together to spend a long amount of time together, 
to work on projects together where we exchange strengths and we are overflowing in abundances where we make this whole system incredibly affluent. This is why I believe this is to be true because we are still ultimately trying to get our own abundance, get our own connection to ourselves. But we are using attachment because that's all we've been taught. We are using the form of attachment in order to get that. We can just have that. We actually already have that. We have a complete devotion to ourselves that has not yet even been tapped into because we've been taught if we devote to self, we separate from the group and then we're dangerous and then we're in danger. But the truth is when we devote to self, we create an abundance and so we are connectable to each other and we evolve together, working together, loving together, challenging together growing together, evolving together. This is, this is our purpose. This is what we're here for. We heal each other when we are in a group of people who are connectable. We damage each other when we are in a group of people who are attached. So as you go forward in the negotiations of your world, gently release the things that you are attached to. Let go of your expectations. And this is very hard. But sink into the trust of yourself. Dive into that beautiful new relationship of connecting your human condition to your soul, to your innermost being. Everything that you are looking for externally, you have internally. That is not to be separated from the group. That is to greater enhance the opportunity that's available to you in the human race in fully participating and contributing everything that makes you wonderful into the human race and watching how that human race in turn longs to connect with you. Being self-centered isn't so that we completely isolate ourselves in our own autonomous sustainability so that we are able to reject all that hurt us. That's not being self-centered. We need each other, but we need to connect to each other, not attach. And that transition is very difficult. But we were also designed to have that. We weren't designed to be attaching to each other, hanging on for dear life out of fear. We were designed to interweave the wealth that each perfectly unique human being brings to the entire human race. We were designed to connect to each other and push this huge boulder of the human race forward in evolution. Imagine for a moment what this whole world would be like if everybody was able to connect instead of attach. And it starts with us. Because at least our world would change if we would let go of our attachments 
and deeply enrich our connection to our innermost being. Then we can create our invitations that support and pave the way for our own evolution. So like I said, as you're going out into your world today, as you are listening to my voice right now, as you are feeling the lungs in your chest, as you're feeling your feet on the floor, connect to that which is within you. Sustain that connection in a way that is creative and studious and explore all that you are so that you can go out into the world and create invitations to share this life with other people. Have a look at your attachments that you have, the expectations that you have, those fear points that you are hanging on so dearly to. Gently soften your palms, gently release them, and recognize that they aren't going to serve you ever. You will never find what you're looking for through your attachments. What you're actually looking for is the connection to being self-centered. Thank you for joining me today. I want to encourage you to practice being self-centered, for your life is yours and yours alone. I also want to invite you to use the resources on my website and reach out anytime. May you forever seek that which belongs to you. Credo mia.